You're listening to Borderline Idealists. Join us every other Sunday for new episodes where we focus on anxiety, depression, and BPD. Log on to BorderlineIdealist.com for past episodes, blog posts, and our Patreon link to support us. Together, we can give a voice to those who suffer from mental illness and tear down mental health stigma. Hey, my name is Bandana and you are listening to Borderline Idealist. Hello everybody, welcome back to Borderline Idealist. This is AJ. And this is Chris. And who knows what day it is, because every day is like Friday to me. I'm I'm losing track of the days, being stuck inside. Chris, do you have do you have any idea what, what day it is? Like I just Today is Sunday. Oh, is it okay. March um something. I mean every, every day is just another day. I mean it's just and I, it, you know, I, I guess there's, I mean, I do kind of, I guess, track time when I have my, uh, meeting with my psychologist every Monday. That's the only time. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, my, my <clears throat> reminder goes off. I'm like, oh, what? But yeah, sometimes I find myself waking up and, and being like, what's today? But I was trying to make a joke because of course you have to know Monday through Friday because Chris is still going to work from, wah, wah, wah. from eight, eight <laughs> till five. Yep. Man, they and making them work from home, so I'm, I'm sure you know I'm what working. day it is. Yeah, at yeah. least I'm working. No, from I mean home. yes. Uh, I would not be going. Well, they've um, I've already been asked about when I was going to go back, and I said, "Well, when the CDC says it's okay." <laughs> they miss you. They made it. They made it kind of difficult for you to um, when you wanted to work from home. They they mm-hmm. wanted you to stay there, and mm-hmm. now they're like, "All right, well." <laughs> and, and things in Georgia, you know, um, I don't know if, if you guys heard or, you know, you're uh, international. Um, in Georgia, they're starting to open up uh, nail salons and tattoo parlors. and Bowling and, alleys. Yeah, places that you can just stay away from people and not get corona. <laughs> so, so, but I'm, I mean, we're, we're still staying in. Yeah, um, the, we only go out for um, essentials and necessities and things like that. So. Before we start the episode, I do want to say thank you. Um, to so on on Instagram, we got a message from um, uh, a woman named uh, Hobby Wolf. Hobby period well, Wolf. That's her and, screen name. Yes, and so uh, we asked her um, for her name, and she was just like, "Well, I don't know. You may mispronounce it because I'm from India." So I was like, "Why don't you send us a message? You know, with your your name, so that you know we're saying it." correctly and and then you know you're listening to borderline idealists so you know i'm gonna send her a message right now and be like hey (laughs) well her name is i hope i'm pronouncing this correctly bandana bandana um i'm not trying i'm not gonna try that's the correct bandana i i I, I said hi bandana (laughs) see in hey b Hey Queen B, what up? <laughs> well, as as both of us have weird or unique names, I don't like saying weird, but unique names with unique pronunciations. It, we know the importance of whenever you hear your name pronounced correctly, it's like, oh wow, you're like you know how to spell yeah, it or pronounce it. It's like when we we were watching an um a Netflix TV show that was I think it's Ice Iceland or or a. I don't want to say Swedish or 
Do you oh, remember Rag- about the Norse? Rag- yeah, yes. Ragnarok. Okay. But it's like something like that. And there was, no, I was, yeah, I was commenting on all the names because one girl's her name is Saxa S A X A, and then another guy, his name was like, Gris. yeah, Gree. And there was a um guy whose name was like F J O something, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, what is that? And <laughs> and April was just like she said, I was like, I'm not gonna. Mm-mm. I'll call him, you know, Mr. F, you know, just, <laughs> it's like F-J-O, I mean, it's just, and, and it was a certain way she said it, so. I love hearing people, yeah. <laughs> I, I love hearing uh, international names, like, hearing the different pronunciations and, and all that stuff, it's it's nice for me. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's definitely uh, a change from, you know, Michael Jason and, and Scott, you <laughs> know. Uh, so today, guys, we wanted our episode uh, to focus on coronavirus because you haven't heard enough about it and you gotta hear more so we're here well, to remind you this is kind of like an update i guess last time we did a, a we did talk about it a bit we've we've been talking about it a bit since um lockdowns and i was being sarcastic oh, okay I, I i believe right oh, i didn't excuse me i wasn't saying this the first i mean i think that's all anyone's been talking about you I know, know you but... get up to, you get up and say you know uh, is is it gone yet <laughs> Um, and so, you know, we want to remind everyone to stay indoors, you know. Wear masks if you go outside. Mm-hmm. And, Orange gloves. And and no matter what you've heard, only use cleaning products to clean. It doesn't go in your body. <laughs> it's for external use. On, that was on, a on, joke. That's a joke. Well, I know, but, but you know, just some people don't know how to Obviously, tell. he was very... Sarcastic about it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the time I knew it was a joke. I laughed and said, oh, 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 he's not being serious. Oh boy, this kidder. I can't believe like the media took it this far in international news. Anyway, anyway, just yes. don't just Let's just leave on. it alone. But sunlight does kill it. I was telling Chris that today. Sunlight does kill. Mm-hmm. Now, now I don't know if you want to put sunlight somewhere, you know, in your mouth or or somewhere. <laughs> you don't want to, I guess, put sunlight into you. But yeah, there was, um, there was a doctor talking about that uh, direct sunlight can uh, mitigate, I guess, or can can kind of help keep away the um, virus. So th- his recommendation was to move activities outdoors. So it just means a lot of sunblock and back to the beach. You mm. know, <laughs> yay! <laughs> Breathe on <laughs> me, we're safe. Uh, but yeah, coronavirus. This this is a a funny, weird time of of going places and seeing people wearing masks, um, uh, standing away from you and giving you personal space. I'm like, thank you, You're so considerate. Um, and and not mis- everyone. Mis- yeah, but yeah, not everyone. Um, but also mis misinformation. You know that. Um, We've we've gotten from a lot of different sources, even about you know how the coronavirus, you know, began or um, oh, what it is. A lot of conspiracy um, conspiracy theories and and things popping up, especially because our world is uh, seemingly just kind of changed overnight. You know, I can't remember anything uh, that has happened like this in in my lifetime. Well, nine eleven. Nine eleven. Yeah, but not everyone wearing, you know, masks, uh, having to self-isolate, yeah. having to... I mean, think about concerts have stopped, uh, theaters have stopped. So if you're an actor or a mu- musician, or, or 
I mean, that chunk of money is gone. I mean, it, it really affects everybody. And so that's why everyone's in this. Because even from the, the rich, richest people to the poorest people, it takes... They're fine. <laughs> they're not suffering. But, but they're saying, we need to make more money. <laughs> Things are slowing down. We need more. I mean, they, you know, they use that money to put into their fireplaces and keep the fire burning. Mm. You know? So... I mean, at least that's what I've heard. I, I, I don't know. I've never, never seen it. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a crazy time. <laughs> and I guess nobody knows when it's going to end. But, you know, I kind of want to talk about the, I guess, the, the anxiety. Um, and also how it can mentally affect us. Uh I mean, for me, you know, like, like my sister said, this is a heaven for you. I'm like, I mean, it's what I was doing before. And it, it's, it's like, yeah. Your life hasn't changed much. <laughs> well. <laughs> Basically, I mean, before, before the shutdown, you spent a lot of time, most of your time was at home, between the living room and the bedroom and the kitchen. And when we went out, it was still very seldomly when we went out for food I mean, and other stuff. Dare I say things have gotten better in my world? I mean, mm. uh, no, I mean, not really. But well, only but, in that you're not. Oops, Chris, sorry. Chris, I said, okay, pause, <laughs> pause, hold on. But Chris, I said to turn your phone off. And we did. I, I just. I, 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 I can't believe. That you're gonna make me okay. <clears throat> Alright, guys, we're back. <laughs> uh, is your phone off? That was my timer for the <sighs> the washer because I'm washing clothes. Thank you. So you're welcome. Oh, so that was just a loud dig at me for <clears throat> for not washing clothes. I'm just letting um, you know. But uh, yeah, Chris, how has it? I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess me, it's been, oh, I was going to say, uh, even going to my doctor, you know, I had to travel, was it 15 minutes? Oh, um, I would, I would go to my sister's house, um, and near She's 30 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. My sister's house, uh, that's near Mary. where my doctor is. And then I'll leave from her place. That's about 15 minutes to get to, uh, where my doctor is. But now we just talk. Online and even with my psychiatrist, um, I went to go. I had to go to my sister's place before and then wait for the appointment because they're all that way. Because Chris moved us to the country or something. There's nothing around here. No, <laughs> I mean especially for my psychologist, that's the DBT place where I need to go and it's probably the the, the closest. Um, right? Is it the closest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's closest. So it's kind of near that that. Atlanta way um but I, I do like that that I can kind of be in the bed and have these appointments uh but at the same time you know I've been trying to go to a dentist and of course I procrastinate and wait till the last minute so I'm just like oh, okay well I guess I'll go to the dentist and of course I can't find any of them that are open that will you know they said please call if you have an emergency and I'm like okay well maybe this is an emergency didn't call me back nothing you know so it does it does still affect life all around from I mean even things that you can get in the, the grocery store um thank god there's still alcohol but I mean you know 
and, and sugary candy and, 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 you know, all that stuff that, that I can't get, but, but people are, uh, people are, uh, definitely, oh, I have read that people are drinking more, um, I'm especially, <laughs> yeah, especially with, um, home delivery, um, and, and some liquor stores are actually doing home delivery mm. and that's going up, but yeah, Chris, give us your take on how coronavirus has changed your life. So I guess my life is not disrupted too much, but how does, I mean, especially your work, right? Yeah, for me, it's, <clears throat> it's kind of been nice too, <laughs> because, um, I used to travel an hour, I had an hour commute to and from work. So every day I would spend two hours of my life on sitting in traffic. Mm-hmm. So now that basically I'm forced to, or at least I have a valid excuse to work from home, even though my work is kind of pushing me to go back now, um, to go back into the office, I still have a very good valid excuse to continue working from home. Um, and it's something that I, I, I'm lucky enough that I can do. I can do graphic design. So all of my work is on a computer, you know. Um, very seldomly do I, would a client go into the office. But even then, there's like absolutely nothing that I can do that I need to do that I can't do on the computer via phone or email, you know. Even the clients that want to go into the office they don't really need to go into the office. Mm-hmm. They, they just like see. to talk to somebody in person or see what sit behind me while I'm editing on the computer. See, these, that, that's, um, I'm sure that is something that employers um, <clears throat> are worried about with, you know, people that are now working from home because, you know, will that make them be like, wait a minute, you don't really need me there that much. Why don't we just do this anyway? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can get to work on time. I don't have to come. And, you know what? How will this affect us going forward? There might be some. I mean, I mean, a lot of people have lost their jobs and have had to go to um, other places that are looking to hire. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a chance that those people could stay at stay at those jobs, you know, and not return to like the hospitality industry or or a restaurant. So, yeah. it's yeah, it's definitely having people. I think reevaluating a lot of things and like the, I know for sure one of the other reasons why they want me to go back into the office is because that I would help with other things around that were not particularly my, you know, things to do. (laughs) You'd also be like, Hey Chris, uh, take this down. Uh, dear Tom, I would like to say, and I'm not even, I'm not even telling a lie, right? Well, I still do that now. <laughs> Take this down for me. I'm like, what? Are you, you know, secretary? I'm, I'm asked to send emails or um, do some other things that are not typically done within my scope. But, you know, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Come but back. There's, there's, so I can understand why they would prefer for me to be in the office because of the other things that I can do, you know, um, I... I definitely helped a lot with the phones as well. I just, I have a natural, I have a very good phone etiquette, so they like it when I pick up the phone. <laughs> um, but I hate it because then that keeps me away from my work. And That's why like you should be an ass on the phone. When, pick up the, <laughs> when you pick up the phone, be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, I don't want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> so uh, in that regard, in, in, in with the regards of 
not having to commute, that's been great for me. I love it. I, I love being able to wake up and not have to worry about driving in an hour in traffic. Um, but it has made some other things difficult for me uh, with my workflow. Unfortunately, my boss, my work didn't heed the warnings early enough. Like before there was to talk about shutdown. Uh, I like to follow the news and I keep myself well informed. So I was aware of um, things that were happening in other places. And, you know, in California, it was one of the earliest states to implement stay-at-homes and to follow a lot of the procedures that we needed to, to flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my, my work, the my bosses at work, and, you know, try to get them to think about ahead about staggering work hours and uh, working from home, setting myself up so that I would be able to work from home. You know, for me, I had a lot of my work, you know, is on my desktop at work, uh, a lot of my safe files. So unfortunately, now if I have to revisit an old, old work uh, project that I was working on, I don't have access to those files. There is mm. no way for me to connect. Uh, I, there is a way. Physically, there is a poss- there is a way to remote myself into the system at work, but they didn't set that up ahead of time, and now I'm not sure why there is no time to set me up now. But whatever the case is, that I think it's because maybe they don't want it to be long term. <laughs> so if they're able to set me up that way, like they should, um, then you know it would be harder to move past that. I don't know. I don't know, but. So that that's what makes it a little bit difficult to remote my I can't because I can't remote myself into my old my old computer, and the the um, network at work. There's certain things that I can't do, so there has been little works around, and unfortunately that shifts some of the job over to another person in the office. Um, that we do still have people in the office that have to be there physically, unfortunately, and. So they're there, but um, it has created a couple of um, stresses. But I think for the most part, I've been able to make it work and with everybody else's help as well. The production team mainly. But um, as far as the other stuff too, I mean, I don't think it's affected us much. We've sort of we've been introverts and even before this, we didn't really go out much. Yeah, that's what I was going to... Um... I was going to say uh, one other thing that has, I guess, changed for, for both of us. I was thinking you, uh, because I've seen you go uh, out to stores with mask on and gloves. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm one of those people that is like, I'll just stay away from people. I'm not going <laughs> to, and, and everyone has that. But when you go out to, do you also wipe down yes. um, the groceries? I, yeah, so when I get off the car, mm-hmm. I have a... A hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer bottle. Mm-hmm. So when I get out the car, I squirt hand sanitizer on my hand, and then I carry it with me. So when I get to the cart, I you know I rub it in my hands, and then I slide my hand my to clean the rail the the handle on the carts. Okay. So just... yeah, just a little precaution. But the other thing too is that is that uh, sometimes people don't really care, you know, about social distancing at at the store. They'll walk up right up to you or. They don't move to the opposite side of the aisle when they're walking. When you're walking the same aisle, you know they they don't move all the way to the side. I always try to. I, I'm. I feel like I saw a meme the other day on, on online 
about this is like the real world uh, Pac-Man, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when people go to the stores. And I, I do try to avoid busy hall, um, busy sections and um, people when I'm at the store. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there are so many people that have masks. I'm just like, well, why do I need one? <laughs> but I don't, it's I don't extra know. Extra protection. Just, yeah, I just don't, I, I guess, you know, when we went to Home Depot or... Um, or Target, usually I, I know the, the cashier is probably the person I'm going to get the closest to, and they usually have masks, um, you know, or, or the, the workers um, there. But I just, um, I am I do kind of listen out a little bit more if people, like, cough or sneeze. Mm. Of course, I don't hear too much of that because um, I'm actively <clears throat> listening. And well, I bet people are, like, actively trying to stifle that, mm-hmm. too, because if you're... If you go a chew, people are going to be like, uh-oh, beep, beep, boo. Mm-hmm. But the problem is not them. The problem is the people that are asymptomatic. That's, mm, the, yeah. that's the biggest problem. And that's why you, the people still wear the mask. And it's good to wear the mask because it adds another layer of protection. Yeah. Um, and the gloves, too. Like, for me, I, it's, I feel I, like, I do feel like a little icky sometimes whenever I walk into, like, um, there's certain stores like Kroger. There's typically a lot of people that. Going to Kroger here mm-hmm. in, in downtown, and the and the Home Depot too has been a lot of people you saw. Yeah, but I mean, as far as gloves, I feel, I feel like I can you know go in a store and touch things. Um, I try not to touch my face. I kind of do the mm-hmm. um, with my wrist. Um, but you know when we get back to your car, there's usually hand sanitizer, so that's what I use when I get in the car. Mm-hmm. And I think you use the gloves and sanitizer. Yeah, I sanitize I the mean, gloves. See, <laughs> So that's why I'm just like, you know, everybody else is freaking out, so I'll be okay. No. I mean, you should, you probably should wear a mask. I just, I don't think I go out as much as as you. Yeah, and when I do, I'm just, (laughs) but I am listening for those things. Um, But one thing I I do want to talk about, I have a couple of things I want to talk about. Um, How's it affected our relationship? I would say that is about as closer Mm. because. Because you come right home to me, you know. And plus, if I need something, I, I can just knock on your office door and be like, Chris, you're always there. Oh. That is one thing that's sort of... Wonderful. That is, that is key. Yeah. That okay. is lighting the fire of our romance. No. Oh. <laughs> um Wow. <laughs> Our anniversary is coming up. <laughs> you're, you're, that's one thing. Okay, that I this, just is, can't this is some stand. real talk. Let's, let's get some real talk. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I guess <laughs> I haven't really thought about that. I, about just spending more time together. I know some some. I think there is something to going you know away from the house and sort of spending time with other people mm-hmm. other than your significant other. It, it, I mean, it is stressful, especially at my office, because not everybody gets along. So I have to deal with a lot of different personalities, and I have to be like the the middle person for a lot of different things. Yeah, the mediator. Yeah, and it's stressful, and it's a lot. And so sometimes I would come home and just like need my own time, right, to de stress and. Um, well, that hasn't that, that hasn't changed. Usually, when you get off work, you come to the bed and you'll start watching videos and probably take a nap. Yes, that, but that's, that's usually <laughs> because you keep me up late, so oh, I only get like five hours of sleep. I keep, 
Yes. You go to bed at like 10. You're like, all right, well, I'm going to bed. I'm no. like, wow, this early. Yeah, I come to bed, but then I don't go to sleep. Yeah, because you're you're watching your phone. No, because you're, you're, you're eating <laughs> chips in the middle of the night and ruffling bags and listening to loud music and stuff. So, yeah. Well, so, so I'm the bad guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Um, no, so it's, <laughs> I, I think for, for me, for my situation, my side of this, it's... It's kind of nice that we have an extra spare room that it's like the off the studio space. So mm-hmm. I have my main computer. I log in through work over there. So I'm in enclosed space. Mm-hmm. Um, you're typically asleep. So you don't bother me for most of the day. <laughs> um, Definitely in the morning. Um, and then when you do need something. But the, 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 there was one time where you kept going into my office into the office while I was at work and you needing stuff and I'm just like I'm at work like I mean I still did it and it was just a little frustrating because I think you felt that because I was here that that means I should be it it kind of felt like you feel like I should be available to you for whatever it is that you needed you know but if I was at the office you you would have to figure it out by yourself right well there there are times that I call you when you're at work mm-hmm. to like ask you about certain things. Yeah, that's true too. Or, and usually when that. you, usually when I go into the office, I, um, I'll usually like peek in. And it's like you know, is it okay? Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't mean to like. I don't want to barge in on you, but I will like refill your water or you know my plants are in there, so I have wow. to go. Um, I haven't had my water refilled in a while. Really? I don't know what you're talking about. Really? <laughs> or yeah, I mean, no, I'm not saying that you do that a lot. I'm just, I just, I, I, there was one particular instance where that happened where I was like a little stressed about it. But I think for the most part, I mean, you're pretty much stay over here in your room, and I'm over there by myself. You know? Yeah, I, I can, I can think of um, some reason when I was on. Uh, on a call with my psychologist, I, mm-hmm. I could not find out how to send something on the iPad mm-hmm. to her because it just wasn't sending. I was like, okay, I got to go get my husband. I tried a million times. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. So I was just kind of thinking, you know, this hour costs a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she gets off the phone with me early, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to write this down. That's at least... You know, ten dollars I can get back, and like it only lasted fifty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but usually, we're just we get to a point where we're just like done talking about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I try not to disturb you, but I I do call you at work sometimes to ask you stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think usually, like, do you want me to do anything today? Mm-hmm. I don't up? get I don't get those questions anymore. Why is that? <laughs> Why are you disrespecting me like that? I asked you that today and yesterday. Why are you... Di- really, I don't... Wow. I just... Okay. Okay. All right. You know what? I, um, I'm going to move on to DBT. So DBT has been helping me a lot. Wait, I'm not done. Because sometimes I just want to... <laughs> just... Ooh. You're not done? Okay. Go, go on before... It... Go on. What, what else do you have to say? I just no, want to explain no. how I'm using my DBT. Are you using DBT? Not to slap you right now, because... Okay. Don't take physical abuse, people. Whatever. It's not acceptable in any case. I um, help you. I'm there for you. <laughs> well, 
What was I going to say? No, um, well, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Exactly, because you, you are lying. You, you talk you over lie. me. Because you lie. So, yeah, <laughs> office, office, work-related stuff, it's sort of, it's positive and negative, a few things. Home stuff, it's nice that I can, when I log off of work, I can, I'm already here at home, so I can start doing something or just come in here in the bedroom and, and, you know, talk to you for a little bit before I fall asleep. Um, it's, I, I, I mean, if, if it was my choice, I would actually prefer work, having this set up <laughs> for the remainder of the yeah, year. Yeah, I'm sure you would. And, and it looks like I might have it for the remainder of the year. <laughs> oh, no. They're going to get, I mean, nail salons are, are open and tattoo parlors. There's only... That's fine, but uh, next it's not week, necessary next for me to Next week, they're going to open everything. It's not necessary for me to wear the office, so... Everyone needs to come back to work. <laughs> Put Georgia back to work. Come on. So, yeah, I, I would... I, I, the benefits outweigh the, the the negatives for me in my situation. Exactly. Yeah, because I can see you whenever I want. What a joy. What a, mm-hmm. what a, what a joy. If you're awake, you can see me. And also, you forgot to leave out that you get to spend the day with Zoe. Zoe I just, do. Zoe just sits oh on... That is a very big positive. On your desk or in realize... her own chair. She has like her own little stool. Yeah. But she just sits there with she'll you. Sit, she'll <laughs> sit right next to me. Or sometimes she'll sit on my desk. She'll put herself right in front of the computer to the right of it. So I have to like move my mouse over a little bit more. And she'll just sit there. And she's adorable. She's so nice. We've been <laughs> spending like a lot her. more time together because of that. Um, yeah. And I didn't realize it's it's very um, soothing. Like, it does really stress whenever I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed or something or I'm working a lot. Like, I'll take a minute to just pet her and, like, kiss her and stuff. And she'll purr for a bit. And, and then I'll go back to work. And it's, like, a nice refresher of the mind. Yeah. Cats... Other than Frida, who's so skittish, but cats are usually, well, even Frida, sometimes cats are like really calm, calm. and yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, especially because they they sleep a lot too, you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's, it's kind of calming, and if you kind of look at them, you kind of match that energy. <sighs> That's why we're never gonna get a dog. <laughs> what would be the point we had three cats we just need three more and then Chris you would have like five cats in your office could you imagine mm-hmm. how calm you would be no <laughs> you'd be like oh guys hello <laughs> so you were going to say about um, you were talking about DBT oh well just using that how, how, how I was restraining myself so from your what disrespect have you, what have you been learning well, I've, I've definitely been using stop a lot, and, and I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure everybody knows what what stop is. And, and if you don't know what it stands for, it just basically means try to stop what you're doing and just, you know, proceed mindfully and and not Be in the not overreact, you know, because you know that's what I was bringing up, Chris. I was I was about to just, you know, I was like, how, how mm. dare you? But then I was like, you know what? Stop, stop. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Let's not do it until we turn off the recording and then let's attack him. See? Proceed mindfully. <laughs> that, that's in the right mind. You know what I'm saying? No. Just, 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 I just, that's not how it works. I just hold my wrist. I'm just like, oh, I really want him. I'm just going to wait. Just gonna, I don't want it to be recorded. Like, I don't want it. I don't want this to be used. Mm-hmm. This is a joke, everybody. This is 
totally a joke. We have recording of that. No, it's a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Once the recording goes off, no one has to know a thing. <laughs> Show word against mine. <laughs> and the cats. Uh, but yeah, DBT has been really helpful. Um, I know I've been going every every week Monday, and yeah, I I, I they don't accept insurance. So it's about like one, around like one fifty for every one fifty. Where are you going? It's mm-hmm. closer to two hundred. Well, uh, okay. well, I mean, you know, when when, when you say seven point five, no. you round it up to eight in your mind. Mm-hmm. It was like it's like saying it's it's ten ninety nine when no. it's eleven dollars. Okay, well, it's close. It's close to that. So you know, I was like, Chris, maybe I should tell my psychologist that I need to go less often or something because I don't. You know, I I, I that don't would need. Be nice, but yeah, and I I asked you that, and you're just you're just like no, it's helping you too much. You need to. Go well, you seven. haven't finished uh, all of your that sheet that has all of the different um, what do you call it um, like stop and tip and, well, I can't remember the name of those things. Of course you can. Anyways. Of course you can, because you don't know what I've learned. It's not my job. That's your Ex- job. Exactly. <laughs> wow. How am I still in college? Jeez. Um, um, there's like, basically they're, um, what's it, like emotional regulation. Um, skills. That's yeah, what skills. Skills. Yeah, skills. Um, but yeah, there's what looks like a bunch of them. Like, oh my gosh. But my, my psychologist, I like how she introduces them, is kind of based on your what I'm, yeah, what I'm, what I'm going through. This week, like, uh, this week I have one where, uh, I, I kind of talk about when I get into a stressful situation and there's a, um, it's a, it's, it's like a fact checklist. Um, so it, um, so it's like, you know, well, I feel this way. But then these are the facts here. Do the facts support this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm just like, uh, uh-uh, I can't let Chris know about this. I haven't told you until now because I'm like, <laughs> if Chris sees this, when I'm like, Chris, I know I'm right. He's like, wait, 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 get out the fact thing now. Now get out the fact thing. You feel it? I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It's gonna say that that there are facts. And I got the no, no, no. He's gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not saying, I'm not saying shit. I feel out the fact thing because I mean, it basically, um, oh man, I kind of want to open it right now. Um, for you, but I, yeah, I kind of laughed about that because, you know, there are times where I want to trust my intuition because I feel like, quote unquote, normal people can trust their intuition and, and we should be able to and, and, and what we're, we're feeling, but your feelings don't always support facts mm-hmm. and it can become like even muddier when you have like, um, well, you know, BPD, so I... We've had an instance for for me that I was a personal experience of where I interpreted something mm-hmm. that you didn't agree with. You know, I told you how I interpreted some text messages, and I felt slighted and I didn't like how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. But um, and and you know, you gave me your perspective that was completely different from where I interpreted it as an ass. You know, because I'm I, I'm I'm always right. What happened? No, well, it was because I didn't act out with my feelings. And as I such, act, and, I and... acted out um, in a more neutral tone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
so then later I was able to come back down and kind of reassessed everything and I was like okay and well it doesn't really matter right it doesn't matter mm-hmm. it's yeah. in the grand in the grand scheme of things I can move on past this feeling and, and just put it behind me and I was right so that <laughs> that's all that matters right okay. no <laughs> but yeah it's it, it's it's checking the facts so this this is an emotional regulation so um it says it is hard to problem solve an emotional situation if you don't have the facts straight you must know what the problem is before you solve it. Mm. This worksheet helps. You need to keep that to yourself. <laughs> this worksheet helps you figure out whether it is the event that is causing your emotion, your interpretation of the event, or both. Use your mindfulness skills of observing and describing. Observe the facts, then describe the facts you have observed. So that's a part of the the what skill. Mm. Um, you know, observe, uh, observe. Describe and participate. Okay. So step one asks, you know, so so you know when there's a, um, you know for for instance something happens and I'm just like I feel like this person slighted me and I you know I I feel really angry stuff. So um. So for example, when we went to Home Depot. Yeah. Any yeah anything like that. What what happened at Home Depot? You were being very rude and not mindful of my time. And so I got a little frustrated and was rushing you to get out of the store. Yes, those are the, <laughs> those are the facts. So what did I do? What, 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 um, I don't know. I was thinking at Home Depot, like, there, I, I don't think I did anything, but, um, I'm trying to think of, like, an example. I don't know. Something emotionally charged. Usually mm-hmm. that means I feel as if, um, Someone did something to to get back at me, mm-hmm. or I'm trying to figure out why somebody did this to me. Or uh, if you do something, I'm just like, wow, why did you do that? Knowing that it was gonna make me feel like that, why mm-hmm. would you do that? Um, so step one is, what emotion do I want to change? And so the emotion's name, and then the intensity. Mm. Um, what emotion do I want to change? So you feel like hatred, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so step two, ask is is the event um, for what is the prompting event for my emotional reaction? Describe the event, what happened to, to lead to this emotion, who did what to whom. Oh, someone did something to me. You already didn't know. Um, what led to what? <laughs> what is it that the event? So all these very specific questions. Mm. Here, be very uh, specific in your questions. I was like, dang, making me think too much. And then it says, check the facts. I was like, stop yelling at me. Um, <laughs> uh, so look for extremes and judgments in the way that you are describing the prompting event. Rewrite the facts if necessary to be more accurate. Mm. So basically when you describe the event, it's just like you're... So it's um, like, oh, well, this person said this yeah. to me. And so obviously this was what it meant. And then it yells <laughs> at you, wait. Check the facts. Now, it, write it again, but get rid of all the extremes and judgments. Like, but it's not going to be juicy then. I mean, it's just going to be a whole bunch of boring stuff. Well, I, somebody did something that hurt my feelings. So this you person know, just... said this. <laughs> maybe they meant this. Maybe they meant that. I don't know. So I like at the first part of that where it says, describe the prompt the event. It has that. And then at the bottom, it has that arrow that says, these are the facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what you were thinking probably weren't the facts. Um and then step three is ask, what are my interpretations, thoughts, beliefs about the facts? 
what am I assuming? Am I adding my own interpretations mm, mm-hmm. to the description? No, no, didn't I tell I'm you about sorry, that? That, that, okay. that? Okay. <laughs> am I adding my own interpretations to the description of the, the prompting event? And then it has that again. Check the facts. <laughs> um, list, as many, um, list as many other possible interpretations of the facts as you can. And then rewrite the facts if necessary. Try to check the accuracy. So it kind of goes back and uh, forth between, I guess, what you're feeling, what your thoughts are, and then you rewrite it only with the facts. Mm -hmm. And you can't say, well, someone did this to get back at me if that's not, you know, a fact. You know, you don't don't know that. Now, if, if they said, I did it to get back at you, then... Then, then that is yes. a fact. <laughs> but if even, and that's what it kind of uh, makes me see, even if you have um, the strong feeling that someone did something to get back at you, or you you really believe it, you don't know the fact unless you ask them. Mm-hmm. You know, it could just be something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so step four says, uh, am I assuming a threat? Mm. Uh, then it asks you to rewrite the facts in, in there. Um, what's the catastrophe, even if the outcome I'm worrying about does occur? Um, and then it says, describe ways to cope if the worst happens. Mm. So it says, what's the catastrophe, even if the outcome... What's the um, worst Yeah. Okay. And then d- describe ways to cope. So mm-hmm. that does... Um, so something. And then step six... Ask, does my emotion or its intensity or duration fit the facts? Mm. Um, if you are unsure whether your emotion or your emotional intensity fits the facts, for example, you give a score of two, three, or four, um, five is being I'm certain. Mm. Uh, it says keep checking the facts. Be as creative as you can be. Ask others for their opinions. Or, see, that's what I do, Chris. I say, hey, Chris, what's your mm. opinion? But you got to agree with me. But then you can't get mad. But you, but you got to, <laughs> I'm just asking for your opinion, Chris. But if you say it's... Opinions are personal. I'm just saying that. It says right here, ask others mm-hmm. for their opinion. And do an experiment to see if your predictions or interp- um, interpretations are correct. Describe what you did to check the facts. So this is a bit much. You know, it's six steps, but the... I I know when to use this, and I think it's when um, usually that's something I'm thinking of. What are the facts of this situation? That's mm-hmm. what I usually think about after stop. You know, let me let me observe, let me describe. What are the facts here? But I feel like that worksheet is for um, really intense episodes where you know we've had those before with like uh, when. Other people, I feel like someone has done something to me, and then mm-hmm. you were in the room. And I was like, Chris, how could you not see that? You don't care about me. You didn't even defend me. Like, well, I didn't see it that way. I was like, what? Am I crazy? Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's like, that would have been a good time for you to be like, wait, you need, you need to check the facts in your worksheet. Check the facts. So that's why I don't want to tell you about it, because I know that's what you're going to do. I'm like, no, Chris, I don't got time. And I, have, I have an hour to sit here with you and talk about it, but I don't got time to do that worksheet. But you know, I, I think also I know that if, if you were to say that to me and I did that worksheet, then I would not 
uh, in come to the end of the worksheet feeling the same way mm-hmm. because I probably don't have the facts. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, it's not necessarily <laughs> about having like not having the facts, but it's that you're able to think through the whole process, mm-hmm. think through the emotions that you're feeling, things through think through what happened first of all, then think through the emotions that you're feeling, and then reflect on what if whether you're what you're feeling corresponds to what actually happened, and then whether that was an intentional thing or whether you interpret it as an intentional thing versus it could have been just, you know somebody not being mindful or just saying an opinion that they had that kind of was just hurtful to you mm-hmm. yeah i i yeah i know that that's that's a long worksheet of six stuff and that's why i would only do it in that situation because i think it would calm me down after seeing all that in front of me and be like oh wait because also with my anxiety, I revisit moments sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my God, what happened? So I can like pull that out and be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well. <laughs> um, but I would challenge our our listeners that um, maybe are interested in DBT uh, and maybe haven't take, um, done anything like that. Um, if you would like to incorporate stop into your routine of, of emotional regulation, you know, if something happens to you, you know, wait, I need, to, I need to stop, I need to take a step back, observe, and then proceed mindfully. And then what I always think of is, let me, let me check the facts, because that kind of, kind of grounds you a little bit. I'm a, I'm a very emotional person, and I want my emotions to be validated. I want them to be right, especially if I think something is. I'm like, I know it is. Um, and, and then you do everything that's available to you to try to validate that even externally like you like talk to me <laughs> sometimes you berate me until i agree with you or it's like, it seems like that's what you want to do all right guys so um uh, oh chris has left so yeah so you know the dpt that i'm learning is it's really great i'm just i'm just kidding chris it's a it's a joke chris i I just, you know, I heard you talking negatively of me, and I don't want people to think that's that's me. I'm this fun guy, you know. I'm the, I'm the fun guy. I'm not like I'm not really? like what you described. Really? I, I I barely and rarely ever need to use any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sometimes I do. I do get mad at you because you don't agree with me. But I think that I'm really getting mad at myself because. I I don't know. I, I think knowing that I have BPD, I'm just like, oh, man, can I even trust myself? Mm. You know, and if I ever get it right and it, it's like proven right, like, oh, my God, there's validation. I, I, I knew it. I felt it. And, and that's what it was. Um, and that's something that I talked to my psychologist about. But it's not really about being right. Um, it's about dealing with those those emotions um, at that in time. A, well, in a, in a healthy way as well. Yeah. Yeah. And checking the facts. So, yeah, I think that's, that's really something, um, that's been important to me and what I've used maybe every week when I, uh, when I feel very, Emotionally emotion. hurt, yes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like the emotions are 
our emotions can be very erratic, you know, there can, sometimes we can feel things without really having a reason for it, you know, sometimes I feel hurt when you talk to me in a certain manner, even though that's not the first time you talk to me in that way. Okay, do you, do you want me to go back in the bathroom and close the door? Um, so, you know, then I have to remind myself, well, he's not, he's not, you know, when, um, when I feel a certain way, I have to remind myself, well, I don't think he's trying to be hurtful. I don't think he's, you know, like, you know, I feel like sometimes I, I do that subconsciously, you know, without really knowing the whole process and breaking things down. Well, it's just like, uh, at Home Depot. Uh, do you remember, you know, after, after your mom called and, and you're, you're like, we gotta go. And I was just like, oh, I was like, how far away is she? You said 15 minutes. Like, okay, well, we're right down the street. We have time. And I, I was walking to something and I was like, it's over here. And you like ran into me and I got mad. I was like, how could you do that? I didn't run into and you. And you ran into me. I grazed you. Yes. <laughs> and then I waited for you to but say see, something you didn't. I was like, how could you do but that? But see, I practiced my own stop too. You didn't because... stop then. You kept going. <laughs> no, I did. Because... You, you did a hit and run, basically. <laughs> you didn't stop. Like, what are you, no, what I are you talking about? I used to stop technique as well because I was like, you know what? Let me stop. I'm not going to be upset. I was a little irritated, but I wasn't as upset as if I, as I felt myself getting. And I was like, okay, it's okay if we're a little late. It's okay that he wants to spend 20 minutes looking at oh my God. variations was, of seeds and... It was four stuff. or five minutes. <laughs> I know, but mm. see, that's the, that's the thing is sometimes your emotions don't correspond with what's actually going on in real life. So I have to remember, you know what? It's okay. And so I practice that too. Isn't that good to know? Yes. Isn't that good to yes. know? Right. <laughs> check the facts <laughs> which is funny because I'm, I'm sure after we've said that a couple of times um, especially after my psychologist said that it's something that I always think about she asked me that all the time I was like well Chris did this well what are the facts I'm like oh god I hate you <laughs> not to ask me about the facts you're about, you're about to bring me down now no and I told her like my first my first option when something happens to me is I want to act emotionally. Like, I have mm-hmm. to pull it back. And you've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this one time I got mad at somebody and I was like, ah! And I started, like, walking around. I was like, okay, what's effective? What's the effective thing to do? <laughs> what are the facts? You know, I want to act emotionally. But I know that when she says, what are the facts? I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, well, the fact is it hurt. <laughs> the fact is he's wrong <laughs> do you know that well i felt it <laughs> and a fact is what you feel come on i was like that's fake news you're giving out fake news ma'am you don't know the facts um wow. but yeah it when she says that it, i kind of feel like yeah that's gonna i i <laughs> i do feel that it's gonna make me calm down so i hope that's something that you guys can put into your your routine to kind of help mm. Ground you a little bit. And... Emotions. Well, Chris, do you have mm. anything else to say? Anything else to contribute to? Help. I'm stuck at home with this person. You can leave whenever <laughs> you want. I, I Just don't take any of the cats. The other thing that's nice is like because th- that I enjoy working from home is that um, because I don't have that two-hour... That, to our commute that I have to deal with 
I can do. I feel like I have more time to do some of the other things, like some of the organizing that we've been doing. You sure cleaning, do. Uh, the working in the backyard. I look. I I I wake up, and you're over on my side of the bed where I throw my clothes and leave trash. This is this is my place, you know. <laughs> then everything else can be clean. This is my place, and you're over here cleaning up, and I'm like, Chris, can you? You're like, well, I'm just clean. No, no, leave, leave my dirt and like, leave well, my trash. You're like, well, I moved a table in here. I was like, oh. Oh, okay, that's nice. You put that there. Just stop, stop, stop touching my stuff. <laughs> I can't even, I can't even clean out your own filth. You'd be like, oh, Jimmy, can you help me do this? Can you just? I was like, oh God, it's like you do this like every weekend, but now it's like every day is every weekend. There's always something to clean. That's Ugh. life. Man, do you think housekeepers are like out of the job right now? Because everyone's like, I'm at home. Might as well do it myself. No. no. <laughs> like, uh, I'm at home. I'll they, throw more stuff on the ground. They still don't want to do this stuff. <laughs> I'll just mess up stuff more. <laughs> Whew. Man. Um, as far as the, the movie review, this month we were going to do What Dreams May Come. Mm-hmm. And we watched it. And I'm, I'm not crazy. I wasn't crazy about it, as, as crazy as Chris was. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just have some criticisms about it. Mm-hmm. But you expressed that you you don't want to do that movie now because I don't like it. I mean, I we can do it. But um, I would like to focus on the mental health part instead of the other things about the movie that are more... The aesthetics um, or the storytelling mm. or the uh right but... like movie criticism like um plots and oh. yeah okay yeah i'm not gonna and theories yeah and all that stuff. okay and world building not gonna say uh yeah okay, okay. well i wouldn't say anything Good. about that but i just mm-hmm. i'm just saying though i'm I'm just saying though who who was who was the major villain like who was the antagonist in in, in the... again this is just from the mental health perspective Okay, all right. We don't need to go into... We don't need to do a movie theory okay. review. <laughs> and then why didn't his kids oh my God. <laughs> just say, this is who I am? Anyways. And then, like, everybody was just like, well, I'm really this person when I was alive. I was like, what? Wait, you're a black guy and you were white? Wait, you're an Asian woman and you were a white woman? Uh, spoilers. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's wow. a tricky movie. I'm just... I'm just... I got... You just I'm ruined sorry. it for everybody. I'm sure everyone has seen that movie. I mean... It, Robin Williams, um, the lady with the the bob haircut, wig. Um, I don't know who else was in that movie. Oh, um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh-huh. It actually turns out to... Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to... But yeah, I mean, you guys should see that movie, What Dreams May Come. It's... It's... It's, it's a... It's nice. It's nice. Nice. It's a product of it, it's a product of its time, but I think there's a lot a lot of really nice qualities to it oh. that we'll discuss later. So if you guys want to um, go watch it, what dreams may come with Robin Williams. I think it was released in two thousand, either nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. So it's an older movie. Um, gosh, twenty years, two decades almost. Wow. Um, yeah. And. And then, you know, you can come back and um, listen to us discuss um, some of the themes uh, and the mental health aspect of it. Yeah, and next month we're going to do a, a, a cooler movie that Chris hasn't seen, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I know it sounds lame, 
but it wow. has Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet and that girl that played Mary Jane in, in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Kristen Dusk. Mm-hmm. Don't, whatever. How do I know her name? I don't know. I Anyways. Mean, the only role that I really liked her in was when she was a little vampire girl. I mean, oh. Other, interview with a vampire. Yeah. That was the best. Other than that, I was just like, yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> but no, and that's, that's such a uh, great movie. Um, kind of like a uh, science fiction fantasy movie, but I'm excited anyway. for you to see it. Anyways, yeah, what dreams yeah. may come first? Yeah, uh, so uh, we shall be posting the What Dreams May Come review soon. Spoiler, everyone dies. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we we'll hope you will join us for that. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening, sticking around with us. Sorry, it's been, this is a late episode. But yeah. I feel like we needed a mental health week. Yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> I've, and you know, uh, let's all, you know, hang in there and. You know, I, I heard that one day Corona's just gonna it's gonna be like a miracle. One day it's just gonna disappear. Like it's just it's gonna it's gonna fly away. Everything's gonna be okay. okay stop so gaslighting people. I'm just saying, if you have a sun lamp, you might want to try to swallow it because I heard the sunlight. If you put it in, it can Anyways, get to you quicker, guys. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm just just letting you say and remember. Well, we use we, to prevent forest fires. Well, that too, but. If you're cleaning, just leave that fluid on the outside, okay? You don't want to clean up your inside. That make no damn sense. Who wants to scrub their lungs or their their kidney with a Clorox wipe? I just, mean, really... it would just be literally fresh. Okay, goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Uh, er, er, Sorry. Bye. Sorry about Good, this. No, it's, I, the people <laughs> need to know. They need okay. to know. Public servants know. All right. See you guys later. <laughs> bye. bye.